The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. Today is September 16, 2021. Radio Wave broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje was recorded live this morning in front of our Caritas Pilgrimage Group who are attending the September 13th through 17th pilgrimage here at Caritas. And while he spoke to them personally, giving them encouragement to use their time well during their time here at Caritas on the Holy Grounds, Our Lady Blessed. There's plenty of encouraging insights that he shares for all of you who are listening today and in the future. And he does share new insights into Our Lady's most recent messages. So we would like to share with you a friend of Medjugorje's latest radio wave broadcast. Good morning. So... You're in a valley that's unlike anything in the United States of America. And Our Lady has a lot to say and to show here. This morning your message was about July 4th was a consecration. When Our Lady gives a smile, it's very, very big, very, very important. It's a message in of itself. So for Our Lady comes here and smiles 
that means she approves what's going on. And of course, we've had 204 apparitions here. We have a place that already comes in the south, and the Bible talks about that the woman comes from the south, the queen of the south. And a lady could have picked anywhere in the United States of America, but she chose this place. The book that I've been working on for a long, long, long time, The Ten Secrets, goes into a lot of things behind the scenes. And you'll read from that book that it's impossible that Maria just came here by accident and the fact that she has apparitions, that she would follow Maria and have apparition. I lady planned it long ago before she came, 1988. Everywhere Our Lady appears, she's always shut down or she's restricted. She was not restricted here. She was free. She schedules the times, the dates, when, where, and she wasn't able to do that completely in Michigoya. Yes, if God goes to the mountain, or the cross, or he comes. But there's a lot of restrictions. Every apparition that he's had, she's been restricted. Whether it's Lourdes, Fatima, Guadalupe, all those had resistance from the clergy. And Michigoya is no different. There's things that is established here that Our Lady established that she couldn't do in Medjugorje. They wouldn't allow it. I'm not going into the detail of it, but there's details in the book when you get it. I say that only because this is a special place that there would be a lot of things would have been lost in regards to Medjugorje for the future and for the second coming for how Our Lady is crushing Satan's head. And they will need our witness, what we did and how we live, and what we followed out of these messages. And much of that has come through here. We've got vaults here. We're documenting things. There's stories. There's things that's happened with Our Lady that doesn't exist anywhere else. And even in Medjugorje, doesn't have it. So we are historicalizing these things in the vault. One of my bishops came here once and said he was talking to Cardinal Mueller of the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith. And he was in Rome and he says they had no archives from Medjugorje. What's going on? What's being archived in there is not interesting. There's an underlayment to mundane the apparitions. Because if something causes controversy, like Jesus, then it makes it harder to be approved and more people can be against it. So what Our Lady does here, what she says here, we put it out. And even in Medjugorje, a lot of apparitions on the prayer groups would not be public. You wouldn't have it if we didn't do it. And we paid a big price to release these messages. We set up the infrastructure for the second month of the apparitions. They weren't giving them out. We opened that from the world. Otherwise, it would have happened. Several times through the years, 
they were going to stop. They were going to stop Maria's messages. People today don't want to be controversial. Was Jesus controversial? No, it's the people that make controversy. Truth, where truth is spoken, always is surrounded by controversy. And it's not Jesus. It's not the truth. It's the people. They don't want the truth. So we've had people say, I'm controversial. Carrie trusts the community is controversial. No, we just tell you and lay it out. And I don't weigh out the consequences. Recently, we had a letter from the sister of Kreisler, if you know who that is, and he tried to shut us down. And she confided in a letter, this is just two or three weeks ago, that he spent $10 million to shut me down and shut this place down. We went six years. He did everything, bought radio stations, said this was a cult, all these kinds of things. Satan hates this place. He hates Mezugoya, but we're free. I never put this mission underneath the jurisdiction of the church. A lot of people wanted me to do it. I heard it a hundred times, go make an order, do this, do that, do that. No, we're praying, we were a prayer group, my family was. And then the community came in, they prayed with me. And people out there started praying with us. And nobody can touch us. The bishops can't touch us. I can write to the bishops conference that you've read, most of you, blind to your own. But nobody, no order, nobody can say that. There's no jurisdiction over a rosary prayer group. And that's all this is. It's a prayer group. And we print stuff about our prayer group, what we do, what we believe, and what we live. And Our Lady has purposely kept us free, not getting under the jurisdiction. Our bishop can't stop us. The only way they can stop us if we become heretics. And I'm telling you, in the bishops' conference, we have a bunch of heretics in those bishops there. See, I can say that. And I've been told by different people about their bishops, they know who I am. I don't care. I care only about what Our Lady is calling us to be and to follow her. And if you start weighing it out, the consequences, or you might lose funding, or people may not like you, or they say you're a cult, or they're going to attack you. Ten million dollars, six years. We had to spend 1.8 million dollars with attorneys, just to try and fuse. I think we had, what, 12 attorneys one at one point. We were getting sued in every state. Satan did everything to do that. But more than the $1.8 million we spent in cash raising the funds from those of you who helped us, we lost in donations because all the lies out there. Basically, Kreinzer was worth, we know at least $10 million now, what he spent on us. And he went to Medjugorje with his wife, they ended up getting divorced. So he started saying Medjugorje was a cult. She grew holy. He didn't want to go that way. So he blamed Medjugorje on that. So we wasn't the first one. He started shutting down Medjugorje centers in California. When he got to us, we said no. Everybody cowed down. 
they were scared they're going to lose their house, they're going to lose that. So it was for six years, half my day, half of my work was just dealing with attorneys. Was we controversial? No. We were bringing people to conversion from day one. So we've been vetted, we've been microscoped. They made to try to say this was a cult. And our bishop investigated, even in the paper it says, Bishop says, Caritas is not a cult. But Peter and Paul, every year in Rome, you'll hear them say on their feast day, the cult of Peter and Paul. See, Satan takes the word, changes things right around, reverses it. So if you get difficulties from families, or people that don't want to pay Tim to Medjugorje, even if they reject it, the secrets is going to rubber stamp you later when they happen. I don't care where I'm at, getting a haircut, talking to somebody, somebody in line. I bring up a lady, and they can say, you're a nut. They can say whatever. They say, I don't know. Some go for it. And more people than ever are now accepting things. But when the secret happens, they're going to come to you. Oh, you were that married person. You told me about that. People are going to be starving for this. And that's why we got a big print shop. We want to arm you to be able to get the materials because you can't sit there and talk an hour to somebody in a parking lot. So the message today y'all received in 2013 in the message, when our lady smiled, is a big, big message. Not once, but twice. And that tells you, not what the rumors, not what people say, you read her. What happens when our lady comes to a valley, comes to a place, and the first thing she says is really strange, really. She talks about work. Maria comes halfway around the world here. The first words that lady says about work. She said on November 20th, the first apparition, she says, may your life be prayer. May your work be offered as prayer. She gave us a gift at that message. She told us here, I have a lot of work for you to do. You're going to be busy. You're going to wear yourself out. And yet, when you're tired, your prayer takes precedent over tiredness. If it's 11 o'clock, we still got to do our prayers when we're ready to go to bed. So we wouldn't excuse because of the hours that she was giving us to be producing things with. She still held her feet to the fire. You're going to be prayers. So our lady established something from the get-go. And she's never done that. Now, she has talked about the villages, but she says, them, you work too much, and that's all you care about. She continues on this first message. May your work be offered as a prayer, and may everything... So what you're seeing in the community here, everything we do, every move we make, every building we build, every tractor that run around, may everything that you do bring you towards me. Our Lady took our material things. Our Lady took the spiritual things. 
I took this persecution we suffered from. Everything in this valley from this place is to bring us toward her. Let everything that you do and everybody that you meet be an encounter with God. Hi, God. Y'all are God. We're supposed to be loving you here, inviting people here, and to see the God in the worst people out on the streets, whatever, whoever comes here. And it's amazing through the years the vendors that deliver their supplies and what we have and who we encounter, how they are blown away by this place and how we live. They're not Catholic, some of them don't go to church at all, but they're still impressed with it. So this whole message, may your life be prayer, may your work be offered as a prayer, and may everything that you do bring your toward me. Let everything that you do and everybody you meet be an encounter with God. So that's the first foundation message. I had my excavating landscaping company, and when my boys was, my first two oldest was three or four, Popeye's chickens we had downtown in a bad area. My wife was working together. My crew went home early. They were going to open the next day. We worked to 10, 11 o'clock that night with the kids running around like that sweeping up the parking lot after we did the plantings where we put the trees and stuff. And we didn't think nothing of it. Our work was like that. We were killing ourselves to build our business long before Medjugorje. And reflecting on that, why our lady came here said, let your work be your prayer. Hassan the Muslim, you've heard me talk of that perhaps, that in 1979, before Our Lady appeared, that Our Lady would come into the Catholic Church and as Sufi Muslims, we pray for the Catholic Church because Our Lady is revered and comes through the Catholic Church. We must pray for them. But she's coming and she will appear and there will be people who would be prepared from birth for that visitation. So our work and how we did it and what we did, I see one of the qualities that they said, hey, I can come here and do something. But it wasn't because I was just doing that. She knew 500 years ago where she would be. So all the apparitions you've seen, every apparition, all those places I've been there multiple times. In real time, I saw Medjugorje from organic when people still had horses pulling their wagons, the communists, to turn what it into. There's no site that has been preserved in this organic frame that Our Lady came to. So that's why we're so strong with what we do with now. Because in Medjugorje, there was no distractions. You didn't have to want to convert. It converted you. The grace was so powerful. We've had people who come here and said, I've been to Medjugorje two or three times. I got more graces here. So you're here for an investment. The more you put into it, there's no distractions here. It's pure 
and it's virgin, and we want to keep it that way. So a lady knew through this message she had a lot of work for us. We have feedbacks that don't agree with what we say, and I don't mind reading them, because if you're going to be for a lady, if you're going to be really pushing the messages, you're going to have resistance. If you don't have resistance, if your family's not giving you resistance, your friends, your parish, your church, your priest, then you're not living the message. Satan hates the message, and he'll bring the pressure on you to just be silent. That's what's wrong with the bishops. They don't want to do anything. They want to use the word nuance. We're not going to be this way or that way. We'll just be neutral. We'll be quiet. Yellow Billy cowards. That's what we got for shepherds. Bad shepherds. I respect them of their position, but not with the positions that they do not act out. All this stuff, Afghanistan, all the vaccination, everything, they could have stopped. They don't speak, they don't talk, they know what it is, but they don't want controversy. The stronger you are, the more controversy will surround you. There wasn't a day that Jesus went out where that happened to him four, five, ten times. Whose controversy? It's the people. That's one thing we've learned here in our cognition. This is a guy who says, Dear friend of Mejigoria, the vaccine is a beneficial positive development that saves lives. Biden won the election fairly and is a good man. He's a murderer. Totally murderer. Abominable people deserve to love and to be loved. So you see where this guy's coming from. Your coverage of the message is positive, but much of your commentary is baloney. So be it. I'm not going to be quiet. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to say and not talk to bishops, yell at Billy cowards. Last week's show on Medianomics, if you heard it, I said Roberts, Chief Justice, is spitting in the face of the bishops. And they're open their mouths to take the spittle. This guy did not have to vote for the Texas thing to stop the abortions when a baby's heart beats in six weeks. They already had the votes to uphold it, and Roberts could have just not even voted at all. But he went on the other side, and not one bishop has said anything. They should have ran out into the streets and said, you're excommunicated. That's what's wrong with the church, and that's why a lady has not allowed Medjugorje to be approved, because it is then they can come up and stop everything. The bishops, the bad people who are out there in the church. Right now we're free. And everybody wants this big, big official approval. I don't want it. Because we already approved it. Since it's Fidelium, that means the people approve it. Millions, tens of millions. 
and easily over 100 million who's never been to Medjugorje, but they knew friends and people talked to them. This is from Dorothy, somebody, I won't say her last name, but she says, some of my family is pressured to get the corona vaccine. I'm looking for a message from the Blessed Mother saying we should not get the vaccine. Can you help me find it? Thank you. And here's somebody from Dakota. It says, did Our Lady, Blessed Virgin Mary, caution us not to take the vaccine for corona? I don't call it COVID. Don't use it. Call it what it is. Corona, the flu, or other diseases. Yeah, I already gave a message. A blunt message. It's very clear. She said, do not believe lying voices. Do your research. Some of you may have gotten the vaccination, but when you read it and you see it, it's all garbage. It's a lie. It's just conditioning us. And people get upset, well, we're killing people. No. Why did the surge happen? Because so many people got vaccinated. It just came up last week in research. And a lot of this is on the CDC in Atlanta. Because there's big operations, there's different researchers, and they contradict when they say, oh, it does this, but, but then other research shows the opposite. So you can go right on the enemy, and they contradict themselves. It's proven now that a nurse who's vaccinated is 251 times more to give somebody not vaccinated 251 times more chances than one person that has corona that gives it to the next. They got 19 viruses in their nostrils. They already studied this. So if 251 people surrounded, one person has not had corona, you give that many chances as opposed to one who has corona, who hasn't corona, you give it to them. The stuff is out there. So you can say, well, I believe this, or it's confusing. The pressure to do this is not from God. When you're forced to do something, it's not from God. And what's taking place right now is more than force. It's anti, anti-Christ, anti the way Jesus did it. He didn't talk Judas. He knew what Judas was going to do the night before. Judas could have been forced by Jesus. No, you stay here. You do this now. That's not way God works. It's an invitation. You hear our lady said, I invite you. I invite. I invite. The devil says, you have to. You have to. You have to. That's all the message. Do not believe lying voices. And we see it. So I'm saying you some lessons so that you see how you discern different things. We have the situation deteriorated now so bad. And our day comes just a few days ago, August 25th, 2021, the last month's message. She says, dear children, with joy, I am calling all of you. Look at all the tragedy the struggles, the sadness, all this is happening. And she comes there and says, oh, I'm with joy right now. 
With joy, I'm calling all of you, little children, who have responded to my call. Be joy and peace. What is that to be joy and peace with? Why is she saying that? What is she talking about? Okay, yeah, you may enjoy Mary. You got to heaven. You got all this stuff. And then you're telling us on earth and the situation and what we're faced every day to be in joy and peace. She says, witness with your lives heaven, which I am bringing to you. She expects to you to reflect heaven and be joyful. And if you follow the messages, and if you start a long time ago, the longer it was following the messages and building an infrastructure for your life for the future, you're going to have more joy and more consolation. And yet it's not too late. And he says, it is time. So witness with your life's heaven, which I am bringing to you. It is time. It's not about time. This is not my time. Now she says, it is time. The hardest thing to change is people's mentality. Your retreat here, your pilgrimage here, is to review all your mentalities, what you hold, and what you need to change your direction, no matter how young you are, how old you are. We're coming into the period of the time. It's not a future coming. It is time, little children, that you be a reflection of my love for all those who do not love and whose hearts hatred has conquered. We see that. We have hatred. Black Lives Matter is full of hatred. It's nothing but hatred. It's not about a race of people. There's a big segment of blacks who are always mad always hateful hateful to white people when you go to a restaurant that's not racism it's behavior and then you get somebody good like Larry Elder what's his name in California Larry Larry Elder. he's got his attitude right so it's not about people about a race it's your behavior and there's a lot of bad behavior with the people that's under this umbrella Black Lives Matter. I live in the South. Our lady came here. I'm not ashamed to be a Southerner. This spot is the number one biblical spot in the whole United States. The Pew did a study several years ago. It's been in the first place, second, third and it goes bigger from right here, this area, toward the Carolinas, down to Louisiana. Our Lady likes this place. It's the Bible Belt. And there's a reason why she came. When she was asking, but why did you come to Medjugorje? Because there are many believers there. Alabama is looked down on by many other states. I just saw, I was introduced to a couple a couple of weeks ago by a priest to a couple that walked up and he says, oh, they're from California. They're older couple. And they said, we came down here to Alabama for three or four days, went back to California, sold everything, we moved here. I've been blessed to go overseas over 250 times. 
there is no place I'd rather live. But I came home to make my home Medjugorje. And that's where if you live, you have to make it that way. There's fertile ground here in Alabama, but there's other places has to get fertile ground through your prayer and where you roots and turn it around. We are called and we are commissioned to love our motherland. In the Patriot Rosary, I put in a quote from James Israel, May 1st, 1778. And he says, if you review the great scenes of history, you'll find mankind is always obliged to pay dear for the blessings they enjoyed. We have a history from our forefathers and all those people who died, even in the Civil War on both sides. They brought us what we have now. The struggles of a great people have almost always ended in the establishment of liberty. Such a people are spoken with admiration for all future ages. But see, we got to erase that. Not you and me. They do. They want to tear it to pieces. They don't want you to know about what people, they want to make villains out of people that we should be looking to and copying to. That their lives meant something. And James Israel says, their souls glow with gratitude for the virtue of self-denial of their forefathers. They consider them as patterns for their own conduct and similar occasions and continually pointing them out of the reverence of imitations to their children. The left, Black Lives Matter, all this stuff going on, don't want you to know history. So they tear it down. They change it. Same way with the saints. They want us to forget them so we have nobody witness to and copy. These are the glorious effects of patriotism and virtue. That's a nasty word now. In all the schools, patriotism is a negative. They call it nationalism. At least six or seven years ago, I wrote about that. Nationalism, nationalism, they kept talking about that. Like, you know, we want to stop everybody else. And they stopped saying patriotism. They don't want you to do that. So they turned it to negative. Verbiage is important. And that's why we have so many young people messed up. The school systems are totally brainwashing, just like tasks. Tasks, if you don't know, you're not old enough for what it was, Russia's propaganda. I was in Zagreb, it was communist. The plane's late. They said it'd be 30 minutes, an hour. Then after an hour and a half, they said it's snowing, we can't take off. Well, see, Belgrade was the capital, so that's communism. They make the decision. So they say Zagreb is snowing, so we can't take off. Well, we're in front of big windows for hours. It's sunshine. So three hours, four hours, they're waiting for the snow. Six hours, waiting for the snow to go stop. They keep giving reports from Belgrade because that's what the communists do. They don't care if you're that locale and you know this lie. The rest of the country thinks, oh man, it's snowing down in Zagreb. It wasn't doing it. 
It's amazing to see that, to be underneath that. Seven hours, eight hours, nine hours, finally they said, okay, we're going to do it. I saw the plane pull out of the hangar, get on the runway. We got on the plane, and they lined the whole runway with fire trucks all the way up. Why did they do that? Because somebody leaked to us. They had to change the engine on the machine, on the jet. And it may crash because they're sloppy. In the Ukraine, one time I was there, that bishop was telling me in the Ukraine that the jets, when they work on them, the military jets, that the mechanics, instead of putting the alcohol in for the windshields when the ice is up to dissolve it when they're in that flight, they drink the alcohol and they just put water in the jet. See, when you're overseas a lot, you learn a lot of things. It's a lot of cognition. So we took off, and everything was fine. Everybody said prayer, but when we started realizing what was going on, though, seeing all these fire trucks lined up. But Tass and the communists, they lied to the face. They don't care. And that's what's happening today. We've been lying to over and over. Our lady, if she says, do not believe lying voices, means she's also going to give you the means how to learn how to listen to truth. And it's always resisted. So you can discern these things. So these are the glorious effects of patriotism and virtue. These are the rewards annexed to the faithful discharge of the great and honorable duty, fidelity to our country. Fidelity to our country. We don't have that. We've got so many people against this nation. And Our Lady has consecrated this nation four times. And she was happy to do it. Joan, you need to give the consecration, the laminated, to read it. I wrote it in Medjugorje a few days later. I was here. We read it to Our Lady. Where has the people been able to be before Our Lady and say this while she's in their presence? The bishops do it, and they just do all of the stuff. No preparation, no fasting. It's just all words. But we had the Virgin Mary from this place, and then also for the soul of America, the cross, the bedroom apparition, which where nations are made up of families, stronger families, stronger natures. Our Lady wrote a beautiful story here. So fidelity to our country. I pray to God that the fair character I have described may be that of America to the last ages. Eight days ago, President Trump talked about the great evil that's happening right now. And eight days ago, they took down General Robert Lee's on a horse in Virginia. See, they don't want you to know about this guy. They want to make like he hated blacks. No, he knew slavery was going away. He was against slavery. Did he have slaves? Yeah, everybody had that. It's part of the system. And he knew it was just a matter of time from going away. The steam tractors were already starting to come into the fields. They could do work and plow on over 15 slaves. All the history is there. You go look it up. Don't let anybody teach you about it. 
We had more love between blacks and whites in the 50s and 60s than we have now. The confraternity, together, the integration was more. It's all a lie. Eisenhower got intel from the communists, from our spies, that they were going to incite the black people to make us turn against each other. And a lot of the things that happened in the 60s with that, the history is there, it's documented. But we depend on people, what they tell us, the news and what they do. They want us to hate each other. Now the vaccinated, the unvaccinated, they want hatred, they want this. And that's why you have to research. And that's why after you go into these things, it's there. So Trump says, quote, this is his words, just watched a massive crane take down the magnificent and very famous statue of Robert E. Lee on his horse in Virginia. He says, Trump, Robert E. Lee is considered by many generals to be the greatest strategist of them all. President Lincoln wanted him to command the North, in which case the war would have been over in one day. Robert E. Lee chose instead on the other side because of the great love for Virginia, and except for Gettysburg, would have won the war. We should be remembered as perhaps the greatest unifying force after the war was over. He was Lee. Ardent in his resolve to bring the North and the South together through many means of reconciliations and imploring his so imploring, I least told us that, I implore you. Lee implored his soldiers to do their duty to become good citizens of this whole country. If only we had Robert Lee to command the troops in Afghanistan, that disaster would have ended in a complete and total victory many years ago. What an embarrassment. We are suffering because we don't have the genius of Robert E. Lee. You say, well, I don't live in the South. Why we got The North loved Lee after the war. Roosevelt, years ago, and he was liberal, said Robert E. Lee was a unifying character with so much virtue that healed the country and brought it back together. And that's what the Patriot Roger says. These are the people we're going to look at and their nobleness, their truthful, their virtue, but they don't want you to see that. They want you to think he hated blacks. He loved slaving. Nobody doesn't study history. You can't go to the schools to get these things. And all this tearing down is to erase the truth of where we came from and why we became a good country. He was against the Civil War. He was against secession. You don't hear those things. It was Lincoln's administration that started the war, just like what we're now right in Washington. We don't want to go to war, especially this time, because it's a different time and age as far as what we can destroy the whole Earth if we go to war. So I say those things because there is a beauty here that we have to love our land. I'm not ashamed of the rebel flag. 
It's not about hatred. You say, well, what do you hear on pilgrims when I'm talking about these things? Just to show you about lying voices, how they change things. Nobody's chasing down people here and want to hang them here. There's a lot of love in the South. And the East, West, and those can gain some of that. Because it is a biblical place. And now it's been consecrated ground by Our Lady. The rubber flag is actually made after St. Andrew's cross. It's a cross. It's not about slavery. It's about a region. Every state has a state flag. So there is a beautiful state of virtue that they want to destroy it here in the South. To this day, it's a war and it's happening. Hallelujah. 
We've got a situation right now where Our Lady has us in 40 years, and we had people that went to Medjugorje. A lot of people have fallen from, from it. They're tired of it. They don't have a future. They see things going down. But all the talk show hosts, they all say, we don't know what's going on. What's going to happen? What's going on? They have no clue. The stock market, the financial people's all said, you know, they're waiting for this. This is going to change around. This is going to happen. There is not going to be a normal of what we lived in the past years. It's going away. There's no path back to the normal where our food supply, where our equipment supply is going away and it's been going away. It's a soft landing. I just got to write in, the, in this toward the end of the Ten Secret Books that Our Lady is not the God of Sinai. The God of Sinai strikes like this. Sodom was struck just like that. The Tower of Babel, just like that. Our Lady's a woman, a mother, and she says, let him crash very softly. For 40 years, we've been going down. She brought us from Egypt. We've escaped from that. And for this 40 years, we've been wandering around. When Moses had to come to the Red Sea, God parted it. Our Lady's doing that. She's parting us to be able to go forward. A Red Sea, because we're blocked. There's no, a new life that's coming. And that's why she's, on August 25th, is happy, joy, and bringing you peace. Because if you go back what the Bible says, and you go back connected to the soil, you're closer to God. You can't depend on man and all your supply chains, your inventions. All these things that's taking place, all your computers, all your cell phones, this stuff, it will disappear. And you better start structuring your life to do that. Not to save yourself, not to just get the pantry just for a year and not do that. No, you've got to start living differently, no matter how old you are. You have to start your supply chain. And yes, you cannot be doing everything you've been doing in the past. You have to live different. Alay says, change the direction of your life. So it go well for you. If you don't do it, you're still going to arrive next to the soil. And nothing's coming out of it. You can't eat dirt. You can buy dirt. We had this song last week on the show. You can't buy love, but you can buy dirt. So you need to start thinking about that. You've got to be in a prayer group. And you've got to start going these things. Because we're out of time. So... Where we are with in Egypt, what happened with the Israelites when they got out of Egypt, they were happy for a very short time. They become disgruntled. They started complaining to Moses. He had the Ten Commandments. Then he had to break it over him. God said, I'm going to destroy him. I'm just going to destroy him. And Moses was our latest bro. Well, she's our Moses today. Don't do anything, God. Let me deal with them as a mother through my purity, through my prayer. 
So the world's been given to Our Lady. And so as the Israelites went out, Moses had problem after problem after problem for 40 years. And now they did. So Our Lady is here to open the Red Sea, get us across the desert. And now what we're going into, what Moses sent three people to go into the Promised Land, and Our Lady June 24th just said, God's gave you the land on the 40th anniversary. That means she's reversing this back to the Bible. I didn't say that. She would mislead us by saying that. When she said, the land that God gave you on the 40th anniversary means the promised land. And that's where we're going back to the land. But you know when the Israelites, when they went there, they sent the three spies, they go into the land. They're terrified. They said, the guys are giants. They're huge. They're big. We're not going to be able to do this. They didn't want to do it. And that whole generation, and a generation is 40 years, actually dead off. They died off. And they had to go take the promised land. They had to fight for it. And that's where we are right now. We're going to have to fight because these giants out there have all the power and the liars and they're going to do everything to stop us. So we're leaving Egypt, but the Israelites got so tired in the desert, they wanted to go back to Egypt. They were willing to go back to slavery. And they said, 1989, June 25th, I'm with Ivanka. I was there and I heard it and got the message straight from her. And she said, our lady said to Ivanka, that Satan has special plans to enslave you. Enslave. And he's active in his plan. That's 1989. I was stunned. I remember going back over the bridge back to Medjugorje. Like, wow. Our lady just says, Satan is going to enslave us. And I was blown away by it. I mean, I, it's a Kennedy moment. I know where I was when I kept thinking about that. And he's active. And she's got the news tale coming to us, intel rather, from heaven. And we're listening to what's the pro-vaccination. And although what they're saying, we don't discern that. We can't see that. And we're enslaved to the cell phone, to the computers, to the system, to everything. We're using the system, not cell phones, we got high tech downstairs to get as much as we can. But that's not what we depend on for our future. We've got an agrarian system we're doing. So they wanted to go back to Egypt. We had it better off Egypt. We could at least eat. We had a place to live. We're eating this stupid manna. They got tired of that. They got aggravated with it. And so Moses brought quails. He told God. And then there was so much meat there, they got diseases and started dying from it. Don't go your plan. Don't wait, oh, I'll be glad when things coming back. When corona goes away. And when the money's come back. When the supply chain's coming. Don't even think of this. You got to start making your life and your changes. And that's what conversion means. I said last week on the radio show to the bishops, I'm not condemning you. It's the three C's. 
I'm not condemning you. You're condemning yourself. I'm convicting you for conversion. And that's what we have to do. We have to be holy. That's the first thing we have to do. In our holiness, we have the ability to draw down the grace of God to get us into the promised land and defeat the Philistines. Because we got Philistines in this country doing everything to destroy us. So they're telling Moses, take us back to Egypt. And that's exactly what's taking place now today. People waiting for things to change around. It's not going to. That's why I said get your 401ks. Actually, I heard a commercial yesterday on the radio. I first time heard it. I've been saying about your 401ks, your retirement. Get it out now. You're going to lose it. Get it where you can hold it. You put it in silver. You have to make decisions now. The thing is, is you have to realize and get in your mind that we're not going back to what's there. The sports, the football, the baseball, the soccer, all this stuff. When a soccer player gets a billion dollar contract, something's wrong with that. Is that glorifying God? Do you believe her, lady? If it doesn't glorify God, it's going to not die. The sports, is something wrong with it. It's too much money, too much commercial, too much use now left us by the kneeling down. It's going away. All the sports. That's what happened as the Christians started in praying more. The Colosseum all went away. Nobody had stomach for it no more. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see football. I don't hear it. And if you're longing for it, you better win yourself from it now because it's going away, I'm telling you. It is not glorifying God. So we want to go back to Egypt. We want the football. We want this. We want all these things. And it's part of the enslavement. And it's insane to want to go back. We have to go forward into the promised land and claim it.
losing faith it's not about trust it's all about comfortable when you use so much in the place it wasn't perfect but I've had found a way to live and it wasn't milk and honey but neither is this it's not gonna be birthed an easily thing the pangs of birth is always difficult we're going to a way of life. The world's entering that door, and the birth canal is going to come to a good if you start now. I've been painting pictures of Egypt, leaving out what it lacks. The future feels so hard. When you climb a hill, you get tired. You keep going up the mountain, and when you get there, and the higher you get, the more tired you get. And that's where everybody is. They're tired. They're getting more out what's taking place. But why would we want to go back? And one of the biggest things you hear people like, oh, I can't wait until the football season goes back and all this. This thing will last. And it's going away, literally. There's a lot of reflection you have to do. Our Lady has for us 
grace is to be strengthened. She wants you to pray to get that. She wants you to pray three hours a day. She wants you to invest your next days here, even though tomorrow's your last day. Don't leave here. And the community people, we have to always go to conversion. Our Lady's graces are abundant. It is amazing graces. It's amazing that we have what no people have ever had in 2,000 years of Christianity. So close your eyes and contemplate the graces that she's given to us.
lady said June 25th, 1991, many people, many people do not take my messages seriously. Not some, but you need to take the times that we're in this moment is very serious. It's not a joke. Our lady said another message, when God comes down to the earth, it's not a joke. We can't even imagine what we're headed to right now. Afghanistan is hell. Where are we headed? It depends on your prayer, your fasting, your sacrifice. Doesn't mean we won't suffer. But if we had the consolation of being serious with the messages applied to our life, we'll still have the joy that we walked through the desert to the promised land, hand in hand with Our Lady. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Mary, we pray for your help, for you to be with us. Don't abandon us. Intercede before God for even more graces. We are a people who have lived through your last apparitions on earth. And those who are youth We'll be telling people 40, 50 years now what it was like when Our Lady was here. We the people are to pass Our Lady's way of life to the next generations until Jesus comes back a second time. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of that one, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady, Queen of Peace and Reconciliation, and Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.